Yo, welcome to Conscious Hypocrite. I'm Carly. I'm Will. What did we get into this episode? We got into some current events that might have just went over our heads through the work week. Yeah, true. Because we're so busy with our everyday lives. Stuff as like we're mid doing things. Oh, that shit's fucked up. Oh, that shit's fucked up. And it just whizzes past us as we're going through the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Because there's a lot of stuff that just happens like that. And uh, you can't really sit with it. And there's so much fuckery just going on. Yes. So we kind of got into it a little bit. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk about the drugs they found on uh, that J.P. Morgan boat. But anyway. Why do I feel like we've mentioned that before? Uh, or maybe I, there's just been a lot of drugs on a lot of boats. Hey, I didn't get a chance to mention that. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, f- I feel like you guys will enjoy the show. Uh, we talked about some shows that we've been watching. Yeah. Um, gave our opinions about the shows you know, and the movies. Yeah. And just had a good time. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. All right. So we don't have a conscious hypocrite segment for you guys. Instead, there's just a lot of fucked up stuff that's been happening in the news that we wanted to mention. Yeah, I just want to talk about it a little bit. Um, let's see for starters. Well, R. Kelly did get officially charged with a bunch of counts of sexual misconduct and apparently there's a whole bunch of uh, videos of him with underage girls that we don't even know about. That, you know, this is not the P tape. This is something different. But all these videos that are are, gonna, are incriminating him that have been turned in as evidence. Right. And some, uh, but some other people have not been, uh, who were also accused of touching and molesting and stuff or... Pedophilia? Have not been... Because you said Kevin Spacey... Kevin Spacey got off. Yes. Kevin Spacey did not go to jail. His thing was like... I mean, there's always levels to shit. His thing was... What did he... He like touched a guy's package in a club. Like he... You know, there's levels to things. You know, what what Kevin Spacey did is not good. But, you know, R. Kelly's was a much wider reaching insidious type of behavior. R. Kelly's an idiot. Yeah, okay? that also. A straight um, idiot. Okay, what else? And then you have, uh, since we're on the um, pedophile touching kids, mm-hmm. let's talk about some sex trafficking. Let's talk mm-hmm. about your man, uh, Jeff Epstein. Mm-hmm. Okay, this dude's like a billionaire, okay? Um, apparently, he had an island <laughs> where he would fly these little girls out and, uh, you know, do whatever. Apparently he was convicted in Florida in 2008 for soliciting a prostitute who was 17 years old. And he served 13 months, which is not a long time <laughs> to serve. But I guess because he's got so much money that it's He got just... money. He was probably paying the judges and whoever else off. Right. He's a billionaire. So for him to be in this new for him to be in the news, he pissed somebody off. You mean for for he was getting away with it for so for long. So long. So the fact that this is all happening now means yeah. something's going going on. He's friends with politicians, Clinton, Trump, just to say a few. Uh Clinton was riding on his plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump, they got videos of him partying with the dude. Mm. Donald Trump denies he didn't even know, like, he didn't, say he didn't, know, him. didn't know him, but you partying with him. Yeah. Um, but people just throw a blind eye to that. Yeah, there was the van, the van, we read a Vanity Fair article a few days ago that was just saying that, that he wasn't really, he was just blatantly had these young girls around him. So... He must have been paying people off to not say anything until now. Or he must have, like you said, pissed somebody off. Yeah, so it's coming up now. They broke into a... They, I mean, the feds bust into his house. They found a bunch of files of just little little kids on the internet. Like, mm-hmm. homie's dirty. Homie's dirty. Well, let's, see what, let's see what happens with Mr. Epstein over, over the, the duration of time. Um, and on the flip side, because I know uh, Epstein has been getting a lot of 
publicity for this because of his supposed connection with Trump. But there's another guy whose name is Ed Buck, and he is a, a donor to the Democratic Party. He's not like, as far as I know, he's not personal personally friends with... Um, Ed Buck like Stevie J. That's not him. Oh, I'm about to say. Don't listen to what Will just said. <laughs> Ed Buck is a white man. Oh, okay. This black man was found dead in his oh shit in his apartment. So here or his his residence. So Ed Buck's another super rich guy, who's donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Clinton campaign to Barack Obama's campaign, and two black men, um, at separate at separate points in time have been found dead in his home from meth meth from meth or other drug overdoses. Wow. And so. Um, it's really fucked up because it's like he's been finding these, uh, having these relationships with these gay men. And I mean, they're assuming that, I mean, I'm assuming that he's doing who knows what to them and having them over and, and over making them overdose, you know, maybe trying to take advantage of them doing exactly doing, doing just that. And because it's these, how many men have been found? This is the second one. So, what? so they're only doing an investigation now because, uh, because the two guys have died of the same thing. So they're doing an investigation into like think into just seeing if there's a correlation, correlation or whatever. Yeah. But I think there were some other accounts of like b- some black gay men who had interacted with him that were saying like yeah, he he does some like some freaky stuff <laughs> and it's like sketchy and he like maybe is like looking for men who don't have family or don't have like he's looking for for men, a certain type, a certain type, and then doing Just these exactly, exactly. Um, so supposedly, there's going to be some kind of uh, they're going to be investigating him soon uh, to see if any of these, if there is a correlation, and if this, if he should be, if he is responsible for these people dying, because that's the thing is, I think, I think two these the two men that they're talking about the most. Um, I think the thought is that there may be more, but maybe that the other ones weren't like, could have just been street people, street people yeah. you know? So that's wild, man. Yeah. There's some crazy shit going on. I mean, so that was, that's pretty interesting. Uh, to kind of go off mm-hmm. topic, I guess, but more fuckery, but more in, the fuckery news. in the news. That didn't really hit the news. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that killed Eric Gardner got off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police they uh, shot up uh, Stefan Clark. Uh huh. They got off. Yeah. Um, I mean that's unfortunately not surprising. Unfortunately, not surprising. I mean, I don't. I think the only person. I think the only people who actually I've I've seen that did get convicted was there was I think a woman who was and then another like. Wasn't there like an Asian cop? Like every time I see the people get get connected, they're not the white men. It's like the, the female cop or the Asian cop are the ones who are getting the yeah of these things. I mean, to figure out how to you know get away with murder and just become a cop, right? Um. Also, I mean, we got concentration camps in this country, and I had a trippy at. Um, Thought about it all. Mm-hmm. See if you could follow me. Okay. So maybe it's just my conspiracy theory. I'm waiting to waiting hear what here. this is. All right, for sure. So they built this wall, right? Yeah. They separate uh, the kids from the parents. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Right. Now you have all these kids that are being disenfranchised. Right. Okay. In the midst of all that, we have all this shit talking about sex sex trafficking, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, right? I feel like our U.S. government and the cartel are working together <laughs> and swooping up, you know, swooping up these little kids and some of them are going to just disappear, never to be seen again. I don't think I think I think that you don't even need to connect that to the cartel. I think the cartel could even be. I think kids are going to be disappearing no matter what, even with the cartel taken off of it. I just looked up. um, 
this first article says thousands of, and this is the New York Times, thousands of immigrant, immigrant children said they were sexually abused while they were detained, you know. Um, there was one kid who I saw his story, I didn't actually read it, but was talking about being groped by, you know, these ICE agents and stuff like that. It's like... I believe it. Um, yeah, and kids are dying. Kids are unaccounted for, you kids. know. Kids. Children, yeah. Kids. Um, yeah, it's really sick to think about. So, speaking of the reason why this stuff is happening, I don't know if you um, heard Donald about Donald Trump tweeting the whole go back to your country stuff. I mean, I don't... I'm I know not, you don't follow. I'm not on Twitter, and I don't... Yeah. But, yeah. but the big thing that's, I'm sure, all over the news is, is Donald Trump, um, a few days ago... He he didn't specifically say who he was talking about, but obviously he was. There was a few specific congresswomen he was talking about. So, uh, to abbreviate what he said in the tweet, he said, "So interesting to see progressive, and he has progressive in in quotation marks, Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total c- catastrophe." And then he goes on to say that you know they need to go back to where they came from, basically, and so. Uh, based on when he tweeted this and what he was talking about, we can pretty much infer that he was talking about um, Ilhan Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar, who is uh, Somalian and she is Muslim, uh, and Alex, uh, Congresswoman AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, those two, as well as Ayanna Presley and uh, Rashida Tlaib. I want to say Rashida... Uh, Talib, like Talib Kweli, but it's like I think it's Rashida Talib. I think it's Talib, but there's another. There's like an L in there somewhere. But so these four Congresswomen work very work. Uh, are are the most vocal about Trump, or the most anti anti Trump and the most vocal about um these type of things? But I think what his tweet was specifically aimed at uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and uh Ilhan Omar. So here's the deal. He said, go back to your country, right? Right. Ilhan Omar, she's, uh, represents Minnesota, and she was a Somalian refugee. She came to, she came to, the, to the United States when she was a kid. Mm. Um, and she represents Minnesota, which I think this is like a random fact that I know. I think Minnesota has the biggest Somalian population out of, outside of Somalia. Okay. So for whatever reason, there's like a big Somalian population uh, over there. But... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, here's some interesting stuff about her. So, okay, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a second generation on her mom's side and third generation on her dad's side. So she's Puerto Rican, I think, on both sides. But so her on her mom's side, she's second generation. On her dad's side, she's third generation. So that means, like, I think her mom came to this country and then... And then, it, like, her her paternal grandfather came to this country. Mm-hmm. So, here's the deal. Donald Trump is also second generation on his mom's side. Oh, and third generation on his dad's side. His mom was born in Scotland, and his father was born in the Bronx. But his father's parents were German immigrants. Oh, German so, he immigrants. is literally the same level of of generations as... Wasn't his grandfather a, 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 a pimp, too? We don't need to get into Trump's sketchy family. So, uh, Representative Omar, Ilhan Omar, has been a U.S. citizen six years longer than Melania Trump has been. Oh, Melania. Uh, so, it's like, what is the difference between uh, the people that he's singling out for the for these comments? Mel- Melania ain't complaining. Well, maybe. You know? That's not Melania. That's, that's the Melania robot. We don't know where the real Melania is. Donald Trump has... But so, the, the, the point is, like, so you can't, like... I don't... I don't say this, but Donald Trump, ha- he got little dick energy. <laughs> I'm going to just say it. But he, he, I think I think people who support him think that he's got the opposite, though. No, nah, he's got little dick energy. For sure. For sure. I mean, it doesn't... If you, if you, if you are the president, why are you letting these congresswomen even get under your skin? Right, but it's great that they are getting under his skin. Because he's... And speaking of speaking of, I I I try to like st- really stay away from. We talked briefly. I don't know if it was this last episode or two episodes ago about how 
ICE had like a secret Facebook page or like these former ICE agents had like a secret Facebook page where they were like shit. making fun making of fun shit. shit. So apparently Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC's got, got like, um, there's like all these Photoshop pictures of her being like raped and like her like sucking off Donald Trump. Like they're Photoshopped and sharing with it. It's like so gross. You and like fuckers are sick. And just thinking about, like you said, these people, the ones being in charge of like these kids by themselves. Like, oh, it's disgusting. Anyways, United States is concentration camps. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, so Trump, I mean, like anyone who says that it's that, that the things that Trump is, anything, anybody who says that the things Trump is saying is not about race, what I just said where Melania and Ilhan Omar c- comparing the two and then Trump and AOC having the exact same, being the exact same generation American, like clearly the difference is the skin color and the you know the religion not the ethnicity and the race not anything that's based in any actual what's Trump what's what's Don, what's Donald Trump's religion what he what he banging with oh I'm sure he says he's Christian but I doubt he believes in I I doubt he's I doubt he has I any hope actual he, I hope he I hope he ain't ca- is he Catholic they I don't f- try, I don't think he's ever weren't there weren't there weren't there clips of like uh, I don't know all I don't know is there's bones in the Vatican dude they found bones. In the Vatican. That is wild. That's all. If you don't know, there is there. Look it up. They have found human remains. Thousands of them. Thousands. Of them. We literally just saw this news story, and they're th- they're trying to connect. Apparently, there's all these 15 year old girls who've been missing over the last like 20, 30 years. And they're thinking they might be the bones of these girls of like people who were connected to people who lived or worked near the Yo. Vatican. It is some weird shit going on in the world. That's all I'm going to say. But I guess in some ways I am thankful that uh, that the internet exists so I can know about all this stuff. You know what I mean? Shit, they trying to, they trying to control that. Dude, I don't know what would happen. Now that would be a, that would be a, a, a crazy future verse to imagine. Imagine us having all the freedoms we have right now with looking up stuff and imagine like explaining to like a kid in the future that if that didn't exist, how you would explain how everything was just at your fingertips. That's depressing. Do you think, do you think that would ever happen? Uh, they have control over it. Whoever they are. But I mean, whatever, I mean, do you think it would ever get limited? Like, you know, when they talk, what was the trying to, I mean, I know, but I wonder how that could realistically happen. Who At knows? Least- would it would it with somebody in office like this guy, uh Little Dick Energy Man, anything could happen, dude. This dude is just he'll just say crazy shit and people just go along with it. Like, yeah, you guys are all bots. Straight robots. Right. Straight bots. I guess I'm on the wrong news. I think I think that uh shit. because this place is I mean Maybe the benefit of being in such a uh, capitalist society is that there's so much money in internet now and advertising and stuff. Maybe there's so like they would never be limited Can't because of away. because of, yeah. I hear you on that. It's their money. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, it's okay if you have a little dick. Little dick energy shouldn't be. I mean, I get that it's big dick I mean, energy versus fi- little dick it's energy. It's fine if you got We're a little. Just... It's fine if you got a little dick, but the energy. We don't need the energy, bro. <laughs> Cancel that. Cancel that shit. That's real. <laughs> Cancel it, bro. Listen. Fuck. It's getting here. It's... Love your body. Yes. Unless you're Donald Trump. Oh man. Um, and I love when I watch. I love when I hear him eat McDonald's. Just keep poisoning yourself, bro. Keep eating that shit. I well, mean, he may just live for it. I mean, I he's been eating it. that shit for... for I love for... it when you eat it, bro. <laughs> I love it when you eat that shit. Keep eating it, bro. Is there any other weird news stuff that um, we need to talk about? Maybe anything that's, like, less depressing, that's weird and random? That's weird and random. I'm trying to think if there's anything... People are trying to rush Area 51. Oh, yeah. I don't um, think that's... Oh, I might... I don't think that's actually going to happen. I hope not because I feel like I feel like we'll see people get murdered on camera. Right. I don't think uh I don't think anyone would be that dumb, but who it's, knows. They like 3 million people like RSVP to rush 
Area 51. Yeah, but that, that's just, like, Reddit users trying to be funny. I don't think it's yeah. anyone. I think it's people just trying to... It's just internet, like we said, like, clickbait type stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's actually a serious thing. Off topic, but on topic of the Area 51, uh, you should look up this dude named Bob Lazar. Uh, apparently, he worked for Area 51 for, like, 30 years. And that's another uh, documentary. What's that? What was that documentary called on Netflix? Was that on Netflix? That, you that saw was that? on Netflix that I saw. Uh... Maybe it was called Bob Lazar. Area 51 and Flying Saucers. Yeah, Bob. maybe it used t- Bob Lazar, B-O-B-L-A-Z-Z-A-R. If you don't believe in UFOs, watch the documentary. It might change your mind. Which is a great segue into our next uh, segment, which is going to be where us we just talk about all the things we've been watching. Cool. That worked out perfectly. So let's get into that. All right. We've been, like, we've been watching um, some shows, some documentaries. Um, and Carly had me sit down and watch this one pretty strange documentary about this girl that was texting her boyfriend to die, to kill himself. Um, yes, and the documentary is actually called I Love You Now Die. Um, and it's about I, the case of Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter. Uh, so Michelle Carter was the girlfriend of Conrad Roy, and Conrad Roy committed suicide. And so they were basically saying that Michelle Carter is the one who led him to kill himself because she was texting him, sort of seemingly encouraging him to kill himself. Just kill yourself. Just do it. Right. Just kill yourself. There's so many ways to kill yourself. So... In the documentary, they kind of are trying to show all sides, but Will only saw, like, the beginning part of it. So what do you remember from from when they're kind of giving the backstory of what's going on with the case? So what I can remember about it is it was, like, this Michelle Carter is her name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's, like, from a small town. Um, It almost seemed like she was crying out for attention because she wasn't so popular or anyway, that that's her side. And then mm-hmm. the dude, uh, Conrad Roy or whatever mm-hmm. his name was, mm-hmm. he lived, they lived in a totally another state. He lived in another state. Yeah. So they were talking to each other online. Right. How they met. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually they met, they met on a cruise and then just afterwards exchanged numbers and were texting. So they started texting each other and then, she just, all, all I remember is her texting this boy to kill himself over and over and over and over. And then they started like uh, investigating the, they took her phone for evidence. This is after he's already killed himself. Like the next day. Spoiler. They, they go find, they go find, <laughs> they go, uh, go find, they go through his phone and see that he's been texting her and that she was the last person he talked to. So that. This was like months of months of just telling this kid to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And they're just reading this shit over and over. So I was like, her ass is guilty. And I walked out. Okay, so now, so the part, so in the beginning, in the first part of the documentary, you totally think that this girl's responsible for killing him. Because they talk about all these messages. Like, she's really just saying, just kill yourself. And he, um, he he dies by I don't know what they call it when you like keep the car carbon wrapped. monoxide. Yeah, he like parks his car in like the Walmart parking lot and fucking Walmart. Yeah, and gets been poisoned carbon. The monoxide. crazy the crazy part about it all, he was poisoning like killing himself right, and he hops out the whip. Yeah, because he gets scared, calls her, and she tells him to get back in the car. Right to finish it. Okay, so her uh, ass is guilty. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So there's a couple points that the second part of the documentary makes. And one is that before he even knew Michelle Carter, he already tried to kill himself a bunch of times. It wasn't... So, per, first of all... She wasn't helping the situation if he already had issues like Right. That. So here's the issue, though. They both have me- had mental illness problems. Uh-oh. And so, she, like, she did... She had, like, an eating disorder. She was prescribed Prozac and, like, all this crazy stuff when she was way too young. And this uh, psychologist was, like, talking about how 
when you prescribe drugs like that to a kid, they don't really know they're not a reliable they're not reliable because they'll they'll have these like delusions and their brains just not working like a sober person. You know what I mean? I hear you. So she's like totally head over heels for this guy and they go through these text messages between her and him and there's days when he's actually telling her he's going to kill himself and then the next morning he'll text her and be like, "Oh, I didn't do it." And then he's going to be and then he'll text her and be like, "Oh, tonight's the night I'm going to do it." And then she's, like, texting him being, like, are you alive? Are you there? And he'll text her the next morning. Oh, no, I, d- I didn't do it. And, like, they ha- he calls her, like, a they have this, like, really toxic relationship where they're, she's, like, sending him all these, like, gooey romantic things. And he's, like, saying, shut up, bitch. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I was just joking. Wow. Basically, it's, like, they're two people who have mental problems that are only talking to each other and shutting out everyone else. So it's making the situation worse, basically. Whereas if they had anybody that they were talking to that could help them, the situation wouldn't happen. They kind of gloss over the fact that Conrad Roy, his parents were in an abusive relationship. And his dad, CPS got called on his dad because his dad was beating beating on him and stuff. Yeah, so I walked in kind of on that part and they were talking about how him and his dad didn't have a, a... positive relationship um they kind of show the background story even of the the grandfather yeah yeah (laughs) and how the grandfather was like proud of him because he got his like uh some type of license uh like capping captain's license or something like that because they were into like uh fishing and like getting crab or whatever yeah but um it was interesting. I mean, so so here's the thing, like what you were saying about the text message about him le- leaving the car and her going back in the car, right? Or her telling him to go back in the car where, right. where he then died. The only account of her saying that is her telling them that she said that. There's no record phone. There's no phone record. There's no text record. It's just her. She incriminated herself. Well, what I'm saying is like she she lies in court a bunch of times, and she and they're saying like. You can't, that her saying that does not, it's not a reliable source, basically, is what they're saying. Because she had all this other fantasy stuff going on that wasn't accurate as right. to what was actually happening. Look, all I can tell you guys, if you want to see a weird-ass documentary with some twists and some turns, some shit you just don't understand, like, you won't even believe it really happened until you watch it and be like, oh, this shit really happened. You should watch this fucking documentary. Yeah, yeah. And tell us what you think, because obviously Will and I kind of have some different opinions. Her ass is guilty. But of course, Will didn't actually watch the whole Her ass is guilty. So... That, hey, uh, my my boy, uh, I want to call him Conrad Murray, but Conrad Roy, <laughs> he would still be alive today if it wasn't for her. I don't know about that, What you he really mean? wanted to kill himself. But look, look, take it back. The parents need to get, their ass need to be in jail, too. Because they go. had no signs of, the, just pay close pay close attention to your friends and your family, yeah. your kids and all that. Just ha- sit down and really have a deep conversation with people. Sometimes you really love them and you care for them, and you might find out something that you didn't know about that person, and you might be able to save them. And this. Communication is key. I don't... It seems like that Michelle Carter... It's like she didn't actually have a trial. It was kind of like she opted just for the judge to decide. So the documentary is kind of like her trial where they're showing you all the different sides and angles and that sort of thing. So it really is uh, interesting as far as what the audience can take away from it because it's kind of like you're in on the court case kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And while I was in on the court case, if I was on the jury, which I've never been to jury duty because I'd never open up that damn letter. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You've never been to jury duty because you never. Man, hell no. Nah. And so nothing's happening. Man, hell no. Nah, that shit is bogus. Just let y'all know. They don't do shit if you don't show up to jury duty. Well, or here, or you do what I did where you show up to jury, jury duty with inappropriate clothing and they send you away. I'll just show up to jury duty with a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Uh, 
saying fuck the police on it and they wouldn't accept me i just had bra straps showing and they sent me away which that seems kind of irrational and and you know whatever probably wouldn't happen today sag my pants super low down to my down to my kneecaps <laughs> and just look crazy <laughs> yeah okay um this director the director who directed this movie her name is Erin lee carr and she's pretty young ish i think she's like my age she also directed uh the documentary called uh what was the one about the gymnast called heart of gold and that one was which is about uh the u.s gymnastics team gymnast who was like molesting all of the gymnastics team girls and other gymnastics kids and uh she also directed Mommy, Dead, and Dearest, which is the documentary about Gypsy Lee Rose, who was uh, the girl who thought she was... Her mom was making her sick. It was like Munchausen by proxy. So yeah. her mom was intentionally making her sick and think that she had cancer and couldn't walk right. and stuff. If, if you ever having problems with your mom, and you think your mom is a piece of shit... <laughs> Go watch that movie and go watch uh, Mommy Mommy Dearest. Mommy De- oh, Mommy Dearest and Mommy Dead and Dearest. Well, watch them both, and you'll have a, a better perspective on what a fucked up mother is. But also, there's levels of shit. There is levels, levels of to shittiness. the shit. There is levels to the You could still shit. have a shitty parent. I then... po- true, facts. Yeah. yeah. But it'll make you appreciate them more. Yeah. All right. Another HBO show we've been watching is Euphoria, which... I only caught up on... Well, you've seen all the episodes except for, like, one, I think. But I only caught up on it this week. So I watched all the episodes in, like, the last couple days. It's been out for a while, but everybody has been talking about it and telling me that I need to watch it. So decided to watch it. Yeah, it was cool. What are your thoughts about it so far? So far, it's a lot of drugs. Uh... Sex. A lot of nudity. Probably the most nudity I've seen in it's, any TV show, I've, period. Look, if you're uncomfortable seeing dicks... It's a lot of dicks. It's a lot of dicks on camera. Yeah. Um, You got weird-ass scenes of dudes jacking off and all type of shit. Yeah, some of it feels like you're watching porn almost. A little soft porn. But uh, the, char- <laughs> the characters are pretty cool and, like, uh, like, nu- like nuanced characters. Like, the... My favorite character so far is Fez, who's the Mac, the one who looks like Mac Miller. I like him. You like the dude that looks like Mac Miller? Yeah. My favorite character is the dude that is is in the bodega. The little... The, the little drug dealer. Who's like eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> that's my man right there. That's a little unrealistic. Do you think there's, there's, a, place, there's a place right now that's Look, got a drug man, dealer that young? I aspire to be like him. That dude is dope. Like a little <laughs> small eight, like you want, a, like a small eight-year-old white boy this with dude, face tattoos. This dude is chilling in the in the drink aisle, but in the he's like in the freezer. We're in the freezer where you store the drinks. You open the door and you come into his office. That shit is comedy. Shout out to that guy. What a weird acting job as a child actor to have. What a you know gig. What, I mean? what a gig. It's probably, you think as a child actor, you would rather be playing something like that or like yucking it up on a Disney Channel no. show? Well, the, the main one came from the Disney Channel. True, Zendaya. She plays the main character whose name is Rue. Yeah. So this is kind of like a, this is a crazy uh, change of pace for her. And yeah. I think I think she was maybe, I think I remember hearing that she was worried that her fan base was going to be weirded out hey man she gotta evolve you know what i'm saying but also everyone who watched that show what i don't even know what show that was where that she was on disney channel for they're all older now so like all of those look that show is pretty uh it's pretty out there i mean there's they got some the parts that might make you uncomfortable but then um they have good character development yeah i like the character development in the in the, in the show from the one, the ones I've watched. Yeah. Um, I think I've pinpointed what has made me uncomfortable in the show. So although a lot of the stuff that they talk about is stuff that is really going on in high schools, you know, it's obviously elevated cause it's, it's a TV show. So it's like more dramatized, but I think the part that kind of weirds me out is that, Obviously, they have people who are not high school age playing high school kids, right? Like these, or else they wouldn't be able to be nude on camera, you know? So these people are like, you know, in their early 20s, 
playing high school kids. So when they do all these nude scenes, you know, you know you're not looking at a kid, but it does kind of give me like a weird, like I know there's somebody watching it gets getting, I don't know, it's like weird because you know they're supposed to, like they're playing high school kids. Somebody getting off to... But it's like, it's it makes me feel weird. You know what I mean? Hey man, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot of... A lot of weirdness going on. Because it's in the like world. there's all these like very sexy scenes, sex scenes, dudes like pornographic type scenes. But at the end of the day, they're supposed to be high school kids, but they're not high school kids. It almost seems like a Hollywood a Hollywood dream. What do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Because they got all these little kids on camera, supposedly kids. Yeah. With their dicks out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Little kid, you know, titties showing and all that. Mm-hmm. And as you see in Hollywood, it's a lot of weird, it's a lot of weirdness going on in Hollywood. Right, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like, so, uh, it's almost like, uh, sh- yeah, showing that these high school kids are sexy and sexual. I don't know. It, that's, that part's a little Hypersexual. Much- like I feel like I would feel differently. It would make me feel less comfortable, uh, less uncomfortable, if this was a show about kids that were freshmen in college and they were going through all the same stuff. It would make me feel less kind of icky than it does that they're in high school. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a small city. I don't know where this where, it where it's supposed to take place. Because sometimes going, it looks like it's, it's like, like supposed farm to be. Country, sometimes it looks like down. California, and sometimes it looks like the suburbs of Ohio. the East Coast. Yeah, it's going down wherever where, it is. Wherever it is, Zendaya's character Rue is biking the fuck everywhere or walking everywhere. So yeah, it's not. And there's like, other cool characters in there. That's you know. Yeah. Oh man. I I'll, I guess I'll say spoiler alert for this part if you haven't seen it, but the character Jules, I don't think they've revealed, unless people, unless you're super naive, I don't think they've technically officially revealed that she's trans on the show, but she is actually played by a trans actress, so that's cool that they actually got a trans person to play a trans person instead of just some androgynous looking woman or something, you know? That's cool, too. Um... But they haven't revealed that she's actually trans on the show. But in, like, the first episode, they show her shooting up something in her thigh. Which I assumed was hormones, because I don't know what else it would be. And then they kind of show that she's got, like, a package or something in her underwear. You know what I mean? In that one scene. Remember when we reversed and I was like, she... Well, I was kind of trying to figure it out. And she had, like, a looked like a little bunch in her panties. You know she what had I mean? a bulge? Yeah, it was like a bulge. Yeah. Yeah, and then one of the big plot lines is her having this sexual encounter with this married man who's also uh, the dad of one of the high school students. And this married man takes videos of every one of these encounters he has, and they're all with either trans people or they're with, like, very feminine gay men. So, yeah. A lot of intense stuff going on. I'm trying to think of, like, what situation I could relate to if I was in high school. Like, what would be the most realistic thing as far as... Because, like, so much of this is, like, connected to, like, phones and how phones can fuck up your life when you're in high school. It's, like, people getting caught up with these, like, on these dating apps and getting, like, catfished by these guys in these motels or people's, like like nudes being leaked and the whole school knowing about it you know what i mean yeah like i'm so happy that i didn't have to deal with that when i was in school you know it's a whole nother thing but i definitely i guess can relate to like when they have the party scenes and stuff but some of it seems more like college to me than high school right but like i said this is all like like super dramatized dramatized stuff it's it's hbo it's hbo it's hbo baby but what do you what what would you think as far as like compared to Game of Thrones nudity? I think this show has more. I've seen way more dicks on this on this one show in the last few episodes. I, in the last in one episode <laughs> than I have in uh, any television <laughs> the whole series of Game of Thrones. I mean, you didn't even see dicks in Game of Thrones. What are you, you talking? saw like a dick. Uh, what's nah, his face? We talking about. You saw like two two dicks maybe. In talking Game of about Thrones. dick balls. You can see if these dudes are circumcised or not. Oh yeah. 
Well, I couldn't see because my vision's not that good. I yeah. could just see that they were penises. I couldn't actually see that. Well, what? Black, well, no, there's one scene where they're going through this kid's phone. Black, and- white. Fuck it. You got flaccid woods. You got veiny woods. There's a bunch of dicks in the motherfucking film. Right, but my question was, is this the most... Compared- it's the most dicks. It ain't well, even... Well, what about nude- nudity in general? You, would you say this is the most... Look, man. Just be uh, comfortable with your sexuality before you watch this. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? Some people watch Game of Thrones because it had hot women in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. look, at the, look at the girls in it. You know what I'm saying? Got them hooked. Mm-hmm. They might not like it. It might throw people off because they might not like be comfortable seeing dicks. Yeah, seeing so many dicks. Yeah, I laughed at it. So you're saying that being comfortable with your sexuality is also being the same as being comfortable with seeing dicks? Hey, look, I don't mind seeing dicks on camera. Me neither. Some do. I know you don't. It's, I said it's your kind of film. No, that's not. No, I mean, I just don't mind just because I don't mind. I don't mind. Look. <laughs> Listen, I don't mind. <laughs> can we agree that 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 wieners are not pleasant to look at? I think we can agree on that. Me seeing a bunch of these floppy dicks on camera is not something that's giving me tingles. You know, I think you were just. It was aggressive on camera, man. It was a lot of. <laughs> and they came out of nowhere, dude. They were in the locker room, I think. The or locker room. The, the locker room scene was a whole another thing, dude. Oh, was, you're talking about on the phone. That was the so the locker room scene is is like uh, you know how Quentin Tarantino used the word nigga a lot. <laughs> this was like if instead of the N-word, instead of the N word, it was his dick. Bam, bam, bam. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> you see that dick? Oh, if you didn't see that dick, you gonna see this dick. <laughs> Damn, all right, bro. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But there, it was to make a point, though, also, when they're... I think it's supposed to... When e- they're developing this one character in the fucking... Right. Movie. And I also think it's, like, to even the playing field, because in so many things, it's like, oh, oh it's always the boobs out. Ass everywhere. You know you what I'm know. saying? Ass everywhere. When, when in reality dudes are sending unsolicited pictures of their of their genitals way more often than women are. Damn. So it's like in reality probably people see new dicks all way all the time way more than they see cooters. Damn. So that's what this show is showing you. It's like Hey fellas, that shit's in the cloud somewhere. Google Cloud, hella <laughs> dick pics. Uh cloud of wieners. Okay. So uh yeah, tell us what you think of Euphoria if you're watching it and uh yeah, the new episode <laughs> comes on tonight, so I'm excited about that. Oh, shit. I'm just saying certain body parts are weird looking, but could also I, be, I, I, you but, could appreciate them. But they could turn, you also, it could be a turn on. True. Looking at them. But they could also be weird. Weird things are can be a turn on. Uh, Let me just say this. I think all dicks are weird looking, but some of them also can turn you on. Okay. Whereas I think the female body, the female form is just, I think everyone can appreciate that. You know what I mean? I think it's a roundness. But we talk about a, a perspective of a person that likes a certain sex. That right. likes likes men. Likes looking at men. You're talking to me? About me? No. Oh, you're talking about if you're gay? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, I think... You don't know how that brain works. True. But I think that, like... A wiener is like a nose, you know. They were probably like the. That's what I'm saying. Probably like the head of it. Like, ooh, look how his head look, and they'll just get them all. What are you talking about? I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just motherfuckers look at nipples and like certain type of nipples. Motherfuckers don't like pancake nipples. They like some do though. But look, man, we talking about most people like chocolate chip nipples. They like they like the little fucking. They like little chocolate chip nipples. You got chocolate chip nipples. <laughs> See, I was going to add this to the episode. And I can't. I can't add this anymore. What do you mean? Or maybe I can't. I don't know. We mean like little, like, no. Okay. Here's the, here's the thing though. Have you seen women who have nipples that are extremely tiny though? Look, motherfuckers don't like pointy ones that like look like fingers. <laughs> those aren't pointy. Those are long. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like... 
you get, but you say chocolate chip, but there's, I mean, white girl are like, <laughs> there's, you know, how can I say this without getting too graphic? Like, you know, the pancake, you know, the yeah, pan- no, I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah. Some dudes don't like pancake titties. Yes. So here's what I think. I think that there's a certain norm that everyone says that they like when it's probably less, probably more people like more different things. It's just that the mainstream is like, you like boobs that are not too big, but not too small with a nipple that looks like this. And then you also don't like body hair. And then you're like, I think that there's a certain standard that people have been told that they should like when really people just aren't vocal about what they actually like. So I think when guys are talking about girls and their nipples, they might be saying, oh, she had whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, and they think it's cool to make fun of the one that's different, when really maybe there's a guy that secretly in the group is not saying that he likes it because he thinks people are going to make fun of him because he likes it. What do you think about that statement? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know dudes are like perky titties, dude. Listen, that's not the point I'm trying to make <laughs> at all. all right. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm trying to make is that people are afraid to be vocal about their likes that <clears throat> that dissent from what the mainstream social. is. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. You're right about that. Sure. There's a, there's a dude in the group that likes the pancake breasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that's the thing about this sh- about going back to Euphoria is the character Cat, who's like a big girl. She describes herself as fat, but she's like you know she's not even. I wouldn't even put her on the bigger scale. She's like just got some extra. You know what I mean? Extra extra. And like she's realizing that people like that, and she it's empowering cur- her. She got curved though. She big, but she got curved. But she also has small boobs, and usually when you see characters like that, they have big boobs. Hold on, the one that's the one that's. Yeah. Nah, dude, she ain't got small boobs. I'll look her up right now. She ain't got small boobs. I think her name is the actress's name. I think her name is Barbie. Barbie Ferrer or something like that. Confused. Are we talking about the one that the punk rock chick kind of. Yeah. Nah, dude, she ain't got small boobs. But but. Usually when they show bigger women, they have them have huge, gigantic... Look! Look at this. Usually when they show big girls, they show them with giant boobs. She's got small boobs, like mine. Don't you think? Uh, You're right. Yeah, see? It's, and yeah, usually when, when they show bigger women, especially ones that are being sexual, they have these gigantic boobs. And her, she doesn't. And she's still, you know... And that's the thing, is in the show, she's she's like realizing that people like her for how she looks and it's giving her all this power, you know, because the mainstream is telling, is telling her, has been telling her that she needs to lose weight and that there's a certain look that people like instead of that look that she has, you know? All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's, it's it's a look thing with her, huh? All right. What do you mean? How, how does she really get her confidence? Well, you're gonna have to watch the show no, to exactly. see that. But she, but she get it doesn't matter. How does it matter how you get it? She has it now. All right. Yeah, that's the point. You be the y'all be the judge. Holla back. Yeah, watch Euphoria and tell us what you think. <laughs> yeah, the last movie that uh, we wanted to talk about was one that we started watching past my bedtime on Netflix called "I Am Mother." I fell asleep. Halfway through the movie, so I thought it would be uh, funny to hear Will describe the movie as well as the ending, since I have no idea how the movie ended. So, in the beginning of this movie, uh, something happened. There was a, there was a change in the earth. Like, but we don't know. We it's don't just, know. It's just some a, apocalyptic type of right. situation happened. We could tell it's set in the future. Right. So it starts on this ship and this automated download, I guess, happens to this robot. And so this robot gets downloaded onto the ship and it starts operating the ship and 
there's a scene where the robot gets like this, I guess this embryo, I guess, and it's like in a disc form and it slides it into this compartment and then like twenty four hours later it's, it's like it's downloading it's like, the baby. It's like a baby is born. And so this the, the this thing gives birth to a baby girl and then this robot starts taking care of the kid like it's a mom, you know. The kid uh calls it mother, you know, all this shit. Yeah. Uh teaches it ballet and all this just craziness it, but it's just one kid it's just one kid yeah, on there's this no other there's all these embryos <coughs> that are stored but it's only one one kid right so uh time goes by and the girl gets older she's like a teenager now like you know and then she's in this one part of this uh the ship where uh i i went over i just briefed over a lot hold up let me let me back it up a little yeah, bit yeah back it up let me back it up um i think she was a kid mhm and she finds this she finds a a rat or a little mouse i don't think she was a kid when that happened i think that was wasn't there like a uh, like a blackout on the ship and she takes a flashlight and she's trying to like figure out why the ship went black. She finds the mouse. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, she, I'm going to know when she finds a mouse, but at some point she finds a mouse. Well, this is this furnace, okay? So, so the, the, the mother robot picks the mouse up and was like, this could be contaminated. Where the where did you find this from? Yeah. And the the girl's tripping out. Like, wait a minute, something is alive out there. Yeah. You said because she's she's never the girl has never been around any other living thing beside herself. So that's why when she found the mouse, she was freaking out. About freaking it. out, like there's li- there's life out there. Yes. You said nothing could live out there. Yeah. Da da da, and like, so the mom, the robot mom, just takes this 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 uh this rat or whatever. And takes it to the furnace, this furnace in the back to this part of the ship and burns it, right? Mm-hmm. So this furnace burns, burns, burns the mouse, right? Now this girl's got questions. And the girl's got questions, right? She's all, she's wondering about shit. Uh, so somehow in the story, uh, another another human comes on the ship like she's banging on the door mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of steps the girl has to go through to get this this woman on the ship yeah but it's dude. like it's like a long process but it, essentially it's like something's going on outside and this woman's trying to trying to get in the ship to be safe and the girl is fascinated by the fact that there's another human being so she's trying to help this, this woman get onto the ship right and she was uh she was storing her away. She didn't tell the yeah the mother robot. She was hiding it. Yeah. Somehow she got this human on the ship without the robot no. uh, knowing. Um. So that happens. So this 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 other woman is on the, on on the ship now, mm-hmm. and she's got like a cut. And she doesn't trust the robot, and the robot's trying to give it penicillin. Yeah, so the robot finds out that there's a woman aboard. Yeah. And instead of freaking out like you think she's going to do, she's kind of trying to help the woman. But the the woman woman doesn't trust the robot. And she says something about there being other droids outside that are just like mother, but they're like dangerous. She was all paranoid. She was like, you're living with one of these things? Yeah. These things like took over and killed (laughs) killed us all. I've seen them like rip people apart and yeah and the girl's like what not mother not mother <laughs> uh yeah so the lady's all paranoid so that's like a little that's like the last thing i remember i fell asleep after that and then she was trying to get the lady was needed penicillin or something because her shit was infected because she got cut she somehow. got cut uh because no she got shot she had a she got when she was outside she, she got, got shot, shot. Uh-huh. so she got shot um and uh, she needed to, to get the bullet taken out of her. Mm. So she didn't trust the mother robot to perform the surgery. So the, the girl performed the surgery 
pulled the pulled the bullet out of her. In the midst, and before all that happened, the the woman shot at the damn robot when she got on the ship. Like she saw that robot and freaked out mm-hmm. and shot her. And so the, they pulled the bullet out of the robot too, right? So the mother robot tried to say that the same bullet that uh, she pulled out of her was the same bullet that she pulled out of the mother robot. And the girl finds out that's not the truth. What do you mean? I don't know. The mother robot was trying to say that she was dangerous. Oh, because she had shot her? Shot, yeah, shot her, uh-huh. and she was trying to frame her in some, some weird way. She was trying to frame her. Uh-huh. Some weird-ass shit. And the girl, like, grabbed these gloves because everything was like a, a key code, like a finger key code. Uh-huh. But in, to in the, the, mo- on the ship? For the mom, though. Okay. But So she grabbed one of her hands and opened up the drawer and found out the bullets didn't match and all this other shit. Oh, okay. And, um, so she knew the mom was lying. So she took the mom's actual hand off. Well, she had, so, so what you don't see, well, what I didn't explain also, like the mother would like break down and shit. Yes. I do remember that part. So the the mother was like, cause it's like been the same robot for like 20 years or whatever. And she would repair the mom. So she would fix the mom whenever the mom needed like repairs. Yeah. Yeah. So she had spare parts, so she opened. Oh, so she took a spare hand. Yeah, and was using it to get into shit. Smart. Shit and, Smart. Yeah, she knew mom was foul. <laughs> uh, shit got crazy. I mean, uh, one so part is, it, is the is it just so is the rest of the movie the just the three of them basically? Nah, dude, they fucking they bounce. Good, that's what I was wondering if that was gonna happen. They bounce. So they got off the ship. They got off the ship and they go to this where the lady like lays, like where her quarters are. Where the lady lays. Where she lives. Oh, where the other. Where she parlays. Where, the... where she lives. You know yes. her domain and shit. Yes. <laughs> and the and the girl was all freaking out, and I kind of like don't kind of remember how the shit ended. <laughs> Because the shit kind of, I don't know, it kind of lost me. I it was, was an interesting concept, but like... Yeah, the shit, shit kind of got watered down. I was like, where are these other fucking, where are these other uh, robots? Robots. So you never see the other robots. Is that what you're saying? You might, you, they, they, I think they do pop up, but it was like, you know, one of those movies where you're waiting for some shit to really pop yeah. off and it don't really happen. Right. Kind of like that one movie that we were watching. What is that shit called? Uh, the one our friend told us to watch. Hereditary? Hereditary, yeah. What the... So, I Am Mother has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, don't trust it. But the audience score is 73%. So, the audience score is lower, but it's still higher than I would expect. Whoever on Rotten Tomatoes, they need to get their mind right. What the... They off on that one. I don't, you know... Maybe I should watch it again... I mean, I did want to see what happens, but it's one of those things where if the ending didn't really... It didn't wow me. Then then the whole reason <laughs> I was interested was like waiting and waiting and waiting for the ending. I kind of forgot what happened at the end. <laughs> it didn't, you know what I'm saying? You forgot what happened at the end. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. It wasn't worth the store in my memory bank. Dang. That's ill. Okay, I wonder if I can figure out how this movie ends. Plot. It's funny they call... Oh, daughter. Yeah, they were calling... So the girl they're calling daughter and the woman is the woman. So they don't even have their names. Yeah, and the, hold on. the one, So the mother, the robot mother was like, daughter, it's you're ready now. You could have another... You could have a, a brother or a sister. So, they're, so now that she's ready, that means that yeah. mother's going to take another embryo. And embryo. The so they did the same thing and then they bounced off the ship, but then they left the brother. And I forgot what happened to the brother. Who's like the next little the embryo? The next little embryo. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's next level shit. Oh, Hillary Swank. That's who that woman was. I could not remember her name. Yeah, Hillary Swank plays the woman. Interesting. So okay. for all y'all fans to know her, watch it for her. Hillary Swank is an Oscar winner. Oh, okay. Word. Oh. She was in that boxing movie, I think. Million Dollar Baby? Yes. I think that's exactly... Mm. How did you, where'd you pull that out of your brain from? I saw Million Dollar Baby. 
That was the what the movie was called, right? Was it Million Dollar Baby? Million Dollar Baby. Are you sure? Well, Clint Eastwood. Was that her, though? I don't know. I think it was. She had braids, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, Million Dollar Baby. That's right. Yeah! Knowing stuff. Uh, what else was she in? Nothing, that, really. That's before, what, when, when did that come out? Uh, 2004. Yeah, I wasn't that busy yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, my life didn't change. I was uh, 15 years old when that movie came out. Oh, okay, so maybe don't watch this movie. We're not telling you to watch this movie. Because there's not really anything we can say about it. I mean, the title got me in, like, the... It was like clickbait, damn near. And I was... It was True. Late. Yeah. It was late, and I was like, this looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm down for a story like this, but it didn't Yeah. It didn't wow me cuz I already think the robots is going to take over anyway, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. So this is just They turn in robots. I've been watching robots in films, commercials uh for some quite some time now. I'm like they just trying to get us used to it. Now they got cop <laughs> they got robot cops in malls popping up. I don't think a robot could successfully raise a human as successfully as this robot. That could. was a whole nother level of like because you know in psychology class they 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 talk about how they had the they did that test on those two baby monkeys, and one baby monkey they gave a metal robot, and then one baby monkey they gave a metal robot that had like a furry like vest Has some texture to it yeah and the baby monkey always went to the furry one but when they separated when they had baby monkeys and they had them be separate and one was forced to be with the wire the wire one and one was forced to be with the soft one yeah the one that was with the wire one was all fucked up like all fucked up and it would like rock itself back and forth and would like take like pull its hair out and stuff so I think that if uh, in, in real, then they really tested this on little monkeys. Let me see what the actual oh, test man. is called. If you've taken any psychology class, you... I've taken a couple. And they talked about it. I just don't think you remember. Wire monkey test. Um, Harlow's... Yeah, Harlow's monkey. So it's Harlow's study on uh, monkeys. That's what it was. Where he was doing it with the wire... Um, uh, uh, a surrogate mother that was like this wire thing and then one that was more soft. Um, so make sure your mother got some texture to her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it just means don't be a robot. <laughs> they need like skin. It just means make sure your mother's got some texture. It's not what that means. Oh, it means that's why skin to skin stuff is important. Ooh, that's that skin, that skin to skin. <laughs> but so... If a human baby was being raised by a robot, it would be fucked up mentally. It wouldn't be as well-adjusted hey, as That this. girl was top-notch. That's what I'm saying. That would not have happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was top-notch. <laughs> that's not what... She was very emotionally did, well-adjusted. Yeah, that, just... nev- that would not would have... Ha- that would, and, the, and we're supposed to assume... So in the movie, she's like watching old clips of Steve Martin and stuff. So we're supposed to yeah. assume that she gets all of this emotional learning from like just her watching... YouTube. I don't know. YouTube, essentially. Yeah. I don't know. Welcome to the future. Okay, so I am Mother. That movie was whack. That's what we can say about that. Okay, so that's the end of things we've been watching. So that's the show? Yes. Um, I can't believe... It's not butter? Yes, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I realized one thing I forgot to mention about Euphoria is how good the music is. You like the soundtrack? Yeah, I like the soundtrack a lot. Right. Um... Yeah, I like the soundtrack a lot, which I think is really important. It was always my dream job to, like, it maybe is still my dream job to either, like, make soundtracks to shows or to design album artwork. That would be dope. But, like, I think I could still do that. You can. I can still do that. You can, babe. Um, what should the, what song should we use for the beginning of the episode? Touch, doom, 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 touch, doom, 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 touch. Why? Just because we've been, that's been on our head for ever. Why did that even? Why was why was that song even? Is it because, like, why were we talking about that song? Cause somebody at my job, I call them Omarion because they have poor boundaries. And they like to touch people all the time. Oh. So I call him Omarion. Because they like Because he's always. Not because Omarion has poor boundaries, because you don't know Omarion no. as a person. He might no. have great boundaries. Yes. 
I'm just talking about this dude named Amarion, and he... Wait, his name is Amarion? No, his name is not Amarion. Oh. <laughs> I just call him Amarion. Oh, oh, because he likes to touch. He likes to touch people. Okay, so we're going to have... I so can't tell you his name. That's HIPAA violations. HIPAA violations. If you don't know what HIPAA mm-hmm. is, look it up. Please give us feedback on what you thought of any part of the show. See Hypocrite Pod. You can email us or something. Anything. Yes. You could even uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be really good and cool to see. We already have one on there, but more would be cool. I think yes. that helps the podcast yes. um, on Apple, at least. For growth. Yes, exactly. For growth. So um, that's it, right? That is it. Um, thanks for listening, if you're listening. Um, Love your body, no matter what kind of nipples you have or what kind of wiener you have. Yes. Love your body. Okay, bye. Nobody shaming. Okay, bye. Peace out.